Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machachi that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchant, along with Coach Jim Perry. And we got some breaking news for you as we begin the podcast. But we want to give a big shout-out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, who powers their program. And, uh, Coach, we sat down here in our official office for this 2022 season. But uh, you got a little breaking news to share with us on the podcast. Yeah, I guess if you go back to COVID, like uh... – it's just the world we live in. Things are uh, ever uh, – uh, got to be able to be more flexible than we as football <laughs> coaches like. But uh, we did just find out, uh, obviously, I think by now, most of our fans would know that LeBray had, uh, you know, looked to uh, schedule another opponent. But we picked up another opponent ourselves uh, just a few minutes ago. I haven't even really watched uh, maybe just a few snaps of film. Uh, Quaker Valley, they're uh, – a little north of Pittsburgh, I think, over toward the airports. And uh, they lost their opponent uh, because of a situation going on at another school. And we're looking, and uh, uh, Mr. Fritz was able to secure a game. Uh, what I what I regret to tell you is our breaking news is a little incomplete. Uh, we don't even have – it's so fresh. We don't even have a location for the game yet or even, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday. And, of course, uh, this is all uh, contingent that, uh, of course, the uh, – uh, there can be an agreement between the teachers and the board as far as that goes. But, you know, we're in a lot better position than we were, you know, 24 hours ago, so we're thankful for that. Were you able to share any of that news with the team? Yeah, we did. In fact, right about when uh, when I was coming down here, when we uh, first got the call. Uh, so we are able to start the day off. We, we really had a planned day to, to lift and stretch and then do all that, and we didn't change course there. We figured – you know, first day of school anyway, which is probably always your worst practice of the year. The kids didn't realize the sleep they didn't get and so forth, and uh, they're worked up and tired from being in school. So we just stuck to the game plan as far as, uh, you know, we lifted weights and uh, did our yoga. And uh, now we are, uh, you know, when I walk out of here, we'll get to looking at film and get preparing for these guys. So I'm sure the, the, the their face has had some of the saddest face come across as a coach in your career, I'm sure, when news broke that, you know, the game would not be played. On the flip side, what was their reaction when you told these guys that they may have an opponent that stood up against this weekend? As you expect, a little bit of cheering, a little bit, <laughs> all right, let's go, you know. Um, but, again, I will tell you that probably on both sides of it, the kids are more even killed than the adults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, you go back and just see what we, – we practiced all summer two years ago not knowing if we were even going to play Snapping. I had a hard time with that, and the kids showed up every day and really led the way as far as that goes. And last year, of course, was, 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 I thought, tough with losing that Jefferson game, you know, early in the week and, you know, because of COVID. So we have a little experience here, weirdly. And uh, like I said, I'm thankful that we're in this situation. Uh, now we're, we're, you know, um, still in that mode of we can only control what we can control. We'll be preparing for these guys, but uh, – of course, we need uh, a work agreement uh, to be able to play the game. And uh, Lions came in this weekend, and I tell you what, I mean, high-powered team. I think we knew that from the get-go. From the time I parked the car 
there's a touchdown. By the time I got to my seat, you guys scored a touchdown. And then by the time I actually got comfortable by my seat, there's another touchdown. Three touchdowns in the first three minutes. 14-7, you guys come back. Lots of scoring. I think seven touchdowns in the first quarter. Uh, have you been ever been part of a game where you just there was so much scoring in the first first quarter like that? I think that's probably the quickest I've ever seen. You know, like you said, I've seen maybe back to back touchdowns. But when you talk about like three, four, five touchdowns, uh, I looked up. I think there was two minutes and some left in the uh, first quarter, and I looked up and thought, man, this has been a long half. And then and I started look, thinking about, wait a minute. We haven't even flipped field yet. We're still in the first quarter. So that 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 the quarter was. Somebody said it was it was close an hour, over an hour long. Uh, yeah, you 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 certainly don't ever think things are going to unfold that way. It's it's almost like you you play a team that's high powered offense and the game ends up six to three or something. You would have never expected that to be the case. So uh, yeah, it was, it was it was definitely different and. Uh, you know, I tell it early on there, I was like, well, this, this might actually work to our favor. I think, you know, our kids have had success against the Lions the last couple of times we played them, and we told them, you know, let's let's get this thing into the second half. And then, of course, you know, two big, big mistakes. We had to pick six, and then, uh, you know, the punt snap over the punter's head, which, uh, you know, at that point it pushed that score to three scores. And much as you don't want your kids' level to drop, you know, when you're down three scores, the human nature that, you know, you feel feels helpless, and uh, uh, you know, I thought our, our effort sort of sank from that point. And that's fair enough. Again, I mean, that is part of sport. Like you said, I mean, being down three touchdowns on that's got us going to kind of diminish uh, the, the the fire and spirit. Um, but nonetheless, I you know, there's always the guys that I you know, uh, you know, Nathan Coos at ten. I just I think he's a good player. And then uh, twenty two, I thought he uh, thought he really just. I mean, he got beat up. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, one thing that, that I thought was different with Lions is I did think they were physical, especially their skill yeah. players were physical. And uh, 22, Chris Roshar, uh, obviously. And, and, you know, he was kind of a little energizer bunny as far as that boy. He, he kept taking the, the dips and kept popping up. And, uh, you know, these, these, you spend a lot of time with these kids. You know, you, you're like, man, you're going to be okay. But he has that mentality yeah. to uh, – uh, keep going back in there. And then you mentioned Nathan Coots, uh, number 10. Uh, uh, I, you're going to sit in the stands and watch him and, and just say, man, does that kid have a motor to him? Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when he, he has that motor's always going. When he, when he gets his his, uh, uh, his technique matching the motor, it's, it's, it really is poetry of motion. He's a tremendous football player, and, I, and he has a lot of room to grow. So it would be exciting to watch him grow up as he goes through this next two years. I, I, just, I, I, mean, I, I thought that Lions defense, I mean, I, I kept putting a lot of contested passes. I mean, these receivers on the Nile side, I really thought they had to really work their tails off. You know, I mean, Budak, just to get these guys the ball, thought these guys really had to, you know, be in position. And, you know, it wasn't a lot of plays where they were just open waiting for it. And they really had to fight for it. Yeah. And, we, you know, one one area where we really struggled was uh, up front. And they had a, a one technique and those tackle that uh, just gave us fits. And, uh, uh, you know, we were really limited on, on what we could do. Now, we did break a couple of long runs, yeah. but a lot of those, uh, Joe Smith on Joe the Joe Smith, yeah. Double Joe Smith shout out by the way Joe Smith here in the notes. Yeah, he both sides of the ball of course and yeah. he rushed for over 100 yards and uh, but when it came to throwing the football we were limited to our quick game get the ball out right 
because we couldn't prevent the Anthony and that limited. And like you said, a lot of contested catches. And, uh, you know, they had a kid that ended up with three uh, three interceptions in one game. I mean, that's, that's a career for most most yeah. people. He had three in one game. Uh, you know, one of them off a tip pass and uh, uh, the other two, I thought, you know, the, uh, the kid made made a great – on the pick six, he, he, he yeah. saw something on film that he saw. He jumped it. We threw a late ball there, and uh, the one thing I, I love about that play, I'd rather forget the play altogether, but you watch Anthony did everything in his power to chase that kid down, and that's all we really, you know, our kids are going to make mistakes. They're young kids. They're learning the game of football. But when you make a mistake, if we all can provide that effort to try to correct it, then, that, you know, it's not much fun. Definitely. And uh, we have to mention uh, Joe Smith, uh, Gardner, gets uh, hurt. He steps in. To the yeah. role, and uh, the hard part about uh, Antoine's injury was it happened the day before the yeah. game. So it wasn't like Joe had Joe plays another position on offense for us, a couple other positions actually. So uh, for him to be sort of thrust into the whole thing, uh, you know, another thing that happened, uh, the, the backup to Antoine uh, wasn't. Uh, I just, I guess, just got to say it the way it is. He quit the football team on Monday. And uh, so, you know, Joe's at limited, limited uh, repetitions there. To go out and have a 100-some-yard uh, performance on offense and continue playing great on defense, I know we're putting the carpet before the horse here, but to me, he's player of the week for us, for sure. Yeah. And actually, you can name whoever you want. I'm saying in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Joe really stood out. It was hard. Statistically, um, it's hard not to, especially you – revealing the situation, but I, I mean, I think Joe's big plays, I mean, uh, kind of had one cut ability, and once he hits that corner, boy, I mean, he's like a little rocket. Yeah, I mean, it's... He, he has tremendous speed. I mean, he, he's our fastest kid, and then if you look at his first touchdown, you, you can definitely see that. And, you know, that's a weapon we, we need to try to be able to utilize no matter who's in the ballgame, right. because uh, speed kills for sure. Yeah, and then Roshar, uh, 22, uh, I love the effort, and uh, I said that kid took a beating. Nathan Koontz loved what he was able to do, and then Joe Smith, obviously, I think, uh, the Pranani prayer of the game. Um, so possibly a game this week or even Saturday, right, Friday or Saturday? No, just like I said, we, we, I mean, I don't know that we'd be allowed to. I mean, I think we'd be allowed, but, I, I mean, we would play on Sunday. We yeah. would play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, we just, you know, there's again, there's so much – Put into wheels in motion here. That part, but for me, the, the the willingness to play the game. You know, you have kids, you know, playing. We we've been training since November. You know, and uh, you only get ten of these things guaranteed to you, which now even feels like less. But uh, you want to do everything you can, your power to help get out and get a game played. So, you know, we're committed to hopefully uh, making that happen. So today's a good first step to that. Excellent. Once again, you're listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. You can always listen to these podcasts. They're free and available at Spotify, iTunes, uh, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find this particular show. And uh, who is our guest featured Dread Dragon player today, Coach? Yeah, so uh, uh, two years uh, started for us on the offensive line. This year playing uh, – did a really good job on the defensive line as well. Playing both ways is sort of new for him. Uh, I think he's one of our leaders. Um, he was captain, you know, voting. I mean, I, I don't put that out there, but we had a lot of kids do vote this year, and he was he was in that next next tier of 
of kids. And uh, so I think his teammates really admire him. And then he was actually our captain this week because with Matt being out and just rotating through his seniors that have earned, the, you know, a, a chance to go out there and captain us for a game. So uh, Connor Morris is, is going to be our, uh, our our player. And for those of you who frequent Taco Bell, you, whether you know it or not, Connor mans the drive-thru window there uh, quite frequently. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, believe me, anytime I'm not, I didn't get my sauce or, uh, you know, my order's not at the bar, I let Connor know about it. But uh, actually, when he's working work the window, usually is correct. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, we're going to get Connor Morris here on the show, talk a little bit about what he brings to this Dragon program. And, uh, again, always Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can download these free. And, again, breaking news, uh, maybe the Niles Red Dragons will have a football game this week. And like a team from PA who had some uh, scheduling issues of their own, which might have led to a possible game for the Red Dragons. So as we wait for Connor to come, and as promised, Sirius, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? I'm great. Um, have you ever listened to the pod? Have you heard of the pod? I've heard of it. Okay. It's not as big as Joe Rogan's, but, uh, you know, we're getting there step by step. Well, welcome to the show. And, uh, like, a lot of stuff going on for you guys. Um, let's just get to the breaking news. What it was like when Coach said you might be able to play a game this weekend? How exciting was that? Oh, it was very exciting. Uh, everyone thought, like, LeBrandon can't yeah. We wouldn't have a, a game, but everyone's hoping to <laughs> Yeah, so in first day of school, you're probably like, oh, man, you're just kind of dragging. So that probably had to put a lot of pep on the stuff. Yeah. And I see the smile on your face. So uh, this past weekend, Alliance, I mean, they were a big, talented team. I thought you guys really gave a valiant effort. You hung in there, and they just kind of got a little bit away from you. A couple of touchdowns, turnovers kind of cost it. But uh, what was the mindset after that game? I would say that we for sure get better. You yeah. think gonna work on. I mean, it, was, it wasn't great that we lost, but yeah. yeah, I think I think we there's a lot we can learn from it. Yeah, and you had your hands full. I mean, that was a big team, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you know, there wasn't a snap where you're gonna be like, hey man, I'm mean, maybe let up and let you know you couldn't catch your breath and lost yeah. the pressure. And I thought you guys did a good job of just staying in the game and and protecting Anthony and, and trying yeah. to do it, you know, because I said I know you guys didn't have a lot of time the way yeah. they were coming at you, but you did. Yeah. New people stepped up. And yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah, now, now we, you know, you're that O-line. You're used to, you know, Antoine Gardner doing his thing. Um, is it different seeing Joe Smith stepping in that role? I mean, and then see him. I think, what, Joe, is he number seven? Yeah. So what was it like seeing him dart downfield, getting upfield? I was, I was surprised. He, he did really good. For, I mean, I think he played, like, back yeah. a couple years ago when he was down in middle school at LRD. But he stepped up. He, he, did, he did good. I'm proud of him. Take us inside that Red Dragons huddle. Now, you got some new faces, especially with some injuries. you got, you know, uh, Anthony Budak, the quarterback. But kind of take us, uh, who's the guy in that huddle? Who's the kind of keep, who's the guy that keeps things loose? And who's the guy that keeps you guys in line and make sure things aren't going to go too sour? I would say when Antoine, for our first okay. game, he was, he was in there. Uh, I would say our, a lot of our O-line is all, like, keeping everyone together. And yeah. Matt Keeley's a big, big one. Okay. And, you know, we we mentioned it last week, too, with our guest, uh, the O-line, you know, usually one of the most cohesive units on all football teams. Yeah. You, you feel the same with this one? I think so. Yeah, I think uh, pretty good. Like, everyone's all there. 
Sounds good. So let's, uh, I always like to rewind it back with you guys. Uh, football, your favorite sport growing up? Mostly, yeah. My mom, my mom would let me play. <laughs> so I was sixth grade when we played one year of LRD and then from there, we played. Okay. Always on the line, or did you have different positions before you found yourself playing this here for the veteran? Yeah. I was always on the line, starting LRD and then and now. Are you chatty out there? I mean, if I'm lining up against you and I'm... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is there a PG-13 thing that you could say on the plot? Do you have a staple thing? Like, it, you know, if I'm talking to you, is there something you'd like fire back at me? Or I just depends on what they say. Like, <laughs> like we're in the game, so I'm just like, oh, uh, you don't want to be here tonight, or like, <laughs> stuff like that. I love it. Um, teammates, who's your closest teammate? Um, I have to say... 23, it'd be Matt, Keeley, Nick Velez, or um, Max Israel. Okay. We're all pretty close. All pretty close? Yeah. And obviously that, that unit. And I know I know the part, I shouldn't say party, but the get-together at Coach's house um, for the O-line. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, how fun is that? Just, oh, it's pretty fun. Everyone there, good food. What's the, what's the go-to thing when you go? What's the best part of the, the meal? Oh, okay. So there's this, it's for chips. Uh, wife makes it, Miss Keeley. Okay. And it's like, it's like, really, it's the best. <laughs> what is it? A, like a ranch dip, a cheese dip, like a, a bean dip? Uh, it's like a chip dip, like, okay. like, like pretty good name of it. more like a mustard? Like onion. Like, okay. Like, okay. I know what you mean. Like an onion dip. Yeah. Okay. Like All right. For like potato chips. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. Fair enough. So um, you don't know anything about this opponent this week. You don't know if you're going to play this week. Uh, for you personally, uh, I mean, what's your mindset right now? I mean, I know this news just broke, I mean, probably an hour ago that you may play. Uh, but um, I think we've got to push forward, watch the film, see what we're working with, and go from there. Excellent, man. Well, hey, we don't want to keep you. We know school has started, so uh, it's not like, uh, you know, tomorrow you got to wake up and do this all over again through class through practice, and then have the burden of who knows if you are going to play so a lot on your mind. But we always like to end it on a slight note. We call three and out, a few off-the-wall questions. I'm ready to take a shot with us. All right. Now let's delve into your playlist on your phone. What's that one song, if your buddies knew you listened to, they might tease you about? Oh, Blue Coma. Okay. All right, but you might get scorched a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I like? You know, I love country. I like, you know, I like good music. I think good, good anything's good. Bad is bad, and you know, I like my podcast or my playlist goes. It's so stupid, crazy. I mean, I go Tyler Childress, the Dean Martin, the Public Enemy, and it just it just continues that uh, continuous uh mixture of all of that. Um, how about this one? Um, School-wise, uh, do you have a favorite teacher or a favorite class? Yeah? Microbiology is like a half year, like a semester class. And then last year I took like human anatomy. It's like, it's all pretty interesting to me. I like it a lot. Nice. And we had Nick lastly Lasley, he, he liked math, he liked science. Yeah. So we got, we got some uh, smart kids. Lining up for the Miles McKinley Red Dragons. I would have said Jim. Yeah. Me first, I would have said Jim, and then I would have said Jim again, and then ditto Jim ten times deep, and then maybe art class um, uh, for my days. 
um, here. Um, and then the final one, um, you are a O-lineman, and you talked about the fun meals that are at Coach's house. Uh, who's the biggest eater? Oh, not Keely. Keely? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. What's the most impressive thing uh, you get him to eat? Honestly, if you tell him to eat anything, he'll eat it. Like, he'll give me something to over the hell with that. It could be wild things. It could be, like, mixed up. He'll eat it regardless. And then, uh, Coach, before we let you go, Coach said you work the drive-thru? Yeah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Um, let me ask you this. Is there something that we can order that we don't know about that we could order? Like, is there something that you guys make. Like, if I went through there right now, I'm like, hey, I need the Doritos Locos taco, but add this or oh, do that. All right, so you get a crunch wrap. Okay. There's, like, a tostada shell in there, but you break the um, Doritos taco and stick it in there. Me, personally, I like to add, like, some chipotle sauce, some rice, and then put extra sour cream on it. It's really good. See, and that's why we asked that question. Oh, yeah. So, and then, so there's this burrito that my old manager showed me. You take the Cinnabon. Okay. You put some more of the cinnamon sugar on it. You roll it up. You fry it. Ooh. And you stick it in the bag with the cinnamon sugar. You shake it all up, and you put it on a tray. And this might sound weird, but you put sour cream on the top. Really? Yeah. And crunch up cinnamon twist, and it tastes like it's like creamy. It's, it's so good. Really? Yeah. Really good. Wow. Well, that's awesome, Connor. You were an absolute uh, pleasure to have on the show, and hopefully everything gets resurrected with their or situated with the team, schools, everything, and then hopefully you guys can. Uh, get this game in as well. I know you guys looked hard. So, with that said, we appreciate you stopping by. As always, big shout-out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance and listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast.